0: Hello, fellow riders this is your host Rusty James it is Tuesday November 24 2015 and this is the ride good morning everybody oh Thanksgiving is just around the corner and I am so ready I mentioned yesterday that the snow was on the ground everywhere. It looked so pretty and pristine. It still looks that way now, but I think tomorrow, we're getting a healthy dose of rain and 50 degree temperatures. So say sayonara snow, which is a bummer because I kind of like the whole vibe, the winter vibe, even at Thanksgiving. But fear not. This is Michigan. I'm sure we'll get a blizzard before you know it. Speaking of blizzards, based on uh, some feedback I got from yesterday's show, wanted to touch a little bit more on parenting teenagers. I know it can be tough. You know how I know? Because I was a teenager once. And just as a reminder to the parents, this is how a teenage boy thinks. Did you get that? (laughs) Did you get that? (laughs) He doesn't think he's impulsively acting on any impulse he might possibly have. So what are the impulses? Well, there's a impulse to find out where the lines are. I've mentioned this before. And you know what? He will push buttons of the parents and he won't even know it. How do I know? Because I remember doing it. And I remember not being aware that I was doing it. But now with hindsight, I can tell I was doing it. I was pushing buttons. Isn't that weird how we sometimes do that to the people we love? The closest people. We push their buttons. We uh, it seems like we have more grace for strangers and teachers perhaps than we do for our own family. Isn't that weird? Now I'm not giving the teenager a pass because sometimes and I think yeah, I don't know how often, but a lot of times it's not meant to be a you know, a disrespect. It just comes across that way. Well, the th- here's the deal. A- as parents, we need to make sure, we f- one, we're not to take it, okay? Laying down. You know why? Because if that behavior continues and is not challenged, that could leak out into the world, that child's, that young adult's world and disrespect would flow all over the place and as teachers and college and whatever and you have to nip it. But you have to be wise about how you do it. Am I a pro at this? No. I have learned a few things and my teens aren't old. I don't have teens that have gone through and gone to college and become parents and all that yet. But I guess you're gonna have to just trust me that I've got a little bit of insight. And so boys are different than girls. Teenage boys are different than teenage girls. If you haven't figured that one out. Just saying. But what I mean is their whole motivation is different. And I can speak to the motivation of the male. Not 100% sure about the motivation of the female because I'm still, still trying to figure out adult ones. Namely my wife who I love dearly. But I don't understand her all the time. But that's fair because she doesn't understand me, so I guess we're even. But we're growing together and we're learning, aren't we? So speaking of learning, so dealing with your teenager, I recognize that my son is trying to find out where boundaries are. He's trying to push it this is normal people but the hard thing is not breaking his spirit but letting him know that went beyond the line i mean he's, he's subconsciously he's looking for these lines okay so if you cave and you don't let him know that he's crossed a line you're gonna be in trouble you need to To the best of your ability, establish where the lines are. How do you even know where to start? Well, if you've got a young teen, they're already starting to push against certain lines. You have to corral them like cattle (laughs) and uh, let them know, okay, over here in this, this area, you're not to do this. You're not to treat me with that type of disrespect. You're just trying to see what I would do. I'll let you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you to stop it right now. And it'll take a number of times to do that. I believe because like I said, are they thinking? No, they're acting impulsively. As they mature, there's more gray matter involved, I think. Okay. So that doesn't give the kid a pass and it made it harder for the parent because you've got to almost anticipate where they're gonna go and you know you need to have the talk the talk too by the way because this impulsiveness depending on how extroverted and how smooth they are out in the social scene you might need to have this talk about how to stay pure and you know the consequences of not being pure you need you might need to have that talk i don't know maybe sooner than you expected i don't know you you'll have to gauge your child and where they're at but it's better for you to do it than to let somebody else or the world direct their path all right so that's i'm not going to go into that too much you know what to do i think If I do talk about that someday, it'll be dedicated to that discussion and to that activity, but not today. Okay, so, when it comes to daughters, I had an awesome uh, chance last night. Uh, If you listened yesterday, you know that sometimes my son and I are in the hot tub when we talk about things, and uh, last night my daughter didn't really want to do the hot tub and I was not really into it either. So Seth and uh, my wife did that, and that was good. They had a discussion in there. And so I asked Hope if she would help me in the garage. I was building a snowplow thing. I just got delivered. Now, did I need her help? No, not really, actually I did. I take that back. I did need her help. I needed another pair of hands, and she was perfect for one aspect of that build. But but I didn't... After that, I didn't need her out there, but I just wanted the opportunity to talk with her, to see how her day went, to see how she had dealt with a certain situation that I had heard came up. I could have just built my plow pieces and let her watch YouTube but you know what no I don't have much time with my daughter she's 16 I don't have much time and you don't have much time with your kids either one-on-one time so make time so I made a little bit of time last night we had a deep heart-to-heart teary type discussion loaded with hormones it was great I got to be the dad that I think a hormone-loaded, confused teenager wants to just hug on. Seriously. The more you do that, the more they will trust you. Okay, so that's well and good, but my teen, we've gotten to the point where we just can't even communicate. And that's what I want to talk about today. This, my friends, is Parenting 201. Yesterday was 101. So what do you do for a Klondike bar? No. What do you do when you're at the end of what you can do? I see a few hands. (laughs) I'll tell you what you do. And you look at Philippians 4 6 I think that's what it is okay here we go Philippians 4 6 do not be anxious for anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with Thanksgiving Present your requests to God. So Parenting 201 is this. When you're at the end of your wits, at the end of your knowledge, because, hey, they're going to let you know you're not smart enough to deal with this generation. I have yet to encounter that, but I'm sure it's coming up. I can get a whiff of it happening. We're gonna be told as parents, you know what, we just don't understand and we don't, and we never will. And how can you be so blind to how I'm feeling? How can you be so ignorant of my desires and thoughts and whatever? I mean, I'm sure we've all heard some of that stuff. What do you do? What do you do when you're at the end of yourself? Well, we know what we're supposed to do when it comes to church things. But you know what? As a Christian, your life is a a life of Christ. And church is who you are, not where you're at. And a life of faith is just that. It's life based on trust in the Lord. So what do you do? You seek the Lord. You seek the Lord first and the other things will be added. This is just one of those other things, the relationship with your child, the trust that gets garnered, the wisdom that gets transferred, those are all things that depend on God. So if you can't figure out in and of yourself what to do, well, that tells me that you should have been leaning on the Lord the whole time. But fear not, he is there. So what do you do? I, I, I know there's situations out there where you wanna help, but you just don't know how. It's almost like they have to figure it out themselves for it to take, you know what I'm saying? Just like I talked about the other day with a child with a hot faucet handle Sometimes they have to be the one that figures it out. We can't do it for them all the time. It's not helping them if we're figuring it out for them all the time. Sometimes they gotta figure it out, and guess what? They don't have the maturity level that we have, in most cases. Which means they might not be able to figure it out like we would figure it out now. But guess what? We figured it out somewhere along the way, they're going to figure it out. If you want them to get help figuring that out, and they won't take your own help, that's where you pray. You ask God to help them, to deliver them from the enemy, from stinking thinking, from bad behaviors and bad decisions ask the Lord to help them find a way of escape so that they're not snared up and if they end up getting snared up you continue to pray so that they find ways to deal with the aftermath of maybe some decisions that weren't the best the point is you are not even though you're the parent and you've been selected by the Lord to be the one to raise your child, you are not going to have everything that child needs. That child needs the Lord just like you do. So I think what we want to do, I think this is what I'm sensing right now, is that there are some who have children who have really not come to a, a decision with the Lord. Mom and dad had made a decision... Or you might be, or parent, you might be, you know, young in the faith, but you've made a decision and they're just kind of trying to figure out if that's what they want to do. Let us pray right now a prayer that I think your kids would want to know is being prayed over them. Let's do it. Lord, right now we are coming before you with a heart that is open to receive your peace. In this situation of raising teens, sometimes there's a lot of conflict and there's sometimes not a lot of peace. I ask, Lord, right now that you would flow peace over everyone listening and let them know that you are still in control. And, Lord, we ask for... There to be a new wisdom that is active in the minds of our teens. A new wisdom that you put there. A new knowledge that is a glimmer of a life of faith, a life of peace and joy, self-control. I ask, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will pour out on our kids. They, don't, they might not even know what the Holy Spirit is, but Lord, I ask that you would pour out on our kids, every child of everyone who's listening, that there would be a new awakening in their heart, that they would recognize that that relationship that mom and dad or mom or dad has with you is valid and what brings life to a situation. I pray Lord that they start seeing things with a maturity that they've never seen that they've never experienced Open the eyes Lord and Lord as this is happening as these changes are happening in our teens help us to be wise as well help us to know how to communicate in a way that doesn't belittle our kids but encourages them to be adults and to stand on their own two feet which are firmly planted on the rock lord i know that i am not speaking to deaf ears right now i'm speaking to the one who created all matter in the universe the one who cared about me and who cared about every one of these teens when he sent his son to the cross Lord I know that change can happen help us to be gracious with our kids help us to pour out grace as well as establishing firm boundaries Lord and we believe that you will make happen those things that only you can make happen we thank you for this awesome ability to come right before the father of all creation we thank you lord help us to be great parents amen well there you go remember that can be done at any time If you feel like you need to do that when this podcast is done, well, go right ahead and do it. You know your situation more than I know your situation. You know the things that your teens are dealing with. You know the things that you are dealing with. You know, you might have been a teen that had kind of a crummy upbringing and and didn't know some of this stuff on how to be a parent. Well, you can ask the Lord for that wisdom as well. He gives freely to those who are asking. All right, so how do you know what you can ask for and what he's giving out? Look in the Word of God. And you live in peace, and you pray for those who persecute you. And know that you may not be perfect, but you're perfectly chosen to be the parent of that teen. And you can live it out with God's help, all right? And I will see you on the flip.